0: let me let me impart one difference here you know be judged by 12 or carried by six do you understand what I'm saying defend yourself and you will be judged by 12 of your peers if you don't defend yourself you're gonna be carried in a casket by six
1: yep and this is exactly why our founders gave us the Second Amendment it has nothing to do with hunting it has nothing to do with sports It was to defend free citizens from an out-of-control, oppressive, tyrannical government.
2: Guys, that was Attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Lee. And in this one, we discuss how late the hour is for our republic. May God save the republic. We really do need divine intervention at this point. Biden impeachment, huh? Look. I think the man's guilty of treason and the penalty for treason is execution, or at the very least, life in prison. Friends, before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments have made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Now, there were three bank runs in the last month. These are the second and third largest bank runs in US history. The government is claiming to be taking steps to guarantee all deposits, but the bottom line is this more money printing the Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of 1.2 trillion dollars on their 8.3 trillion dollar bond portfolio and it looks like the Fed may continue to raise interest rates even if that means tanking the economy these are frightening times but do you know who are the ones who are not afraid the people that have invested in gold with noble gold investments now remember there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind so do your own due diligence But I myself own precious metals. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. And if you like silver, that's an option too. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey, friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. I've got a great broadcast lined up for you here today. My good friend Todd Callender, the attorney, and Dr. Lee Vliet, well, they're both back on the line for our weekend roundup, and we have a lot to talk about, not the least of which is there are no signed oaths of offices from any of these demon creatures in the Biden administration. You know, Todd and I broke that wide open the other day, and I want to share more about that in a second. Let me welcome my guests. Todd Callender, how are you, sir? John, I am so happy to be here every time. Thanks for having me. Welcome back. And Dr. Lee Leet. how are you?
1: Great. I love working with you. And Todd, uh, this is terrific. Thank you for having me.
2: Well, thank you so much. I want to show you guys something. So y'all know that uh, Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Lee are being shadow banned when I interview them on my Rumble channel. I just want to show you guys this. When I talk to Crow. It got 233,000 views, Then I posted this one with Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Vleek. Guys, this is our last conversation. Capped at 16,000 views. The very next day, I posted David Jensen, this interview, 211,000 views. So it's obvious this was the second or third shadow banning that we've had on Rumble, but I do want to share a bit of good news. Todd, when you and I broke this news... <laughs> Smoking gun evidence of Biden's treason. No signed oaths of offices. Well, I didn't put your name on it, and that one's at 169,000 views. So we'll keep our eye on this. There's some weird stuff going on over on Rumble for sure. Now, I want to show you guys something as it pertains to the collapse of our nation. No signed oaths of offices. We are run by demon rats and rhinos that look like this. Our country is run by freak shows pushing a homo Marxist agenda. That from Stu Peters. I couldn't agree more. Our country is falling, and I want to show you more evidence of that in a second. But uh, what
0: say you, my wonderful guests? Complete demoralization. That is their mission. They are succeeding, at least at least in the decision-maker group.
1: I would say we're witness the playing out of the demolition derby right here on the every aspect of american life as we've known it sean
2: well i couldn't agree more and just let me show you this it's a cautionary tale of what's coming okay i'm going to show you guys this clip from Flecka's talks i like Flecka; he's got a great sense of humor so we're going to play this clip i'm sure everybody's seen this particular clip but then i'm going to show you the real shocker this is the downfall of society and i don't know how we stem the tide listen to this
0: so this is a couple
2: it's actually a mixed race couple and they snatch them, start punching. Yeah, we get active. These types of mobs just come rolling through, and it seems like that's going to be like, the theme for the summer, too. They're going to do it again this weekend, they said, apparently. That's what they say. Like, if you're that person getting attacked, it's like, what did your HR training tell you to do? I don't... All right, look, I want to pause it there. You can scroll through Twitter and find copious examples. Of black people beating up white people and black people beating up black people and tearing apart Walmarts and Targets and McDonald's because McDonald's ran out of sweet and sour sauce. I'm not making that up. But here's the horrifying clip. How do we fix this when this is what these children are being taught? that's a a toddler taking a swing and using profanity at police officers so i'm sorry like maybe we should talk about 5g and operation mist and uh, i think uh, the entire country is being turned into just crazed zombies todd this is not a race thing by yeah. the way i'm just concerned about the downfall of this country because things aren't even bad yet economically speaking we haven't hit hyperinflation and That's right. folks are ripping apart targets and walmarts to the extent that these companies are pulling out of inner cities uh, things are about yeah. to
0: get really really bad and they seem to be doing it for sport right nobody's starving if, if you were to see it over in africa people raiding a food store, then you kind of understand that. But nobody's going without food in the United States of America. It's everywhere. It's free if you need it or want it. So what exactly is the purpose of raiding a food store or or, uh, raiding a Walmart and just dumping things into the aisle? That's just sport. So what does that say about our moral compass? And I look, I'm terrified of where this goes. I just got a video from a friend of mine. Uh, Michael Jan, you all might know him. Uh, really interesting guy, and he goes to all kinds of weird places. And it was a a video of uh, people on the losing side of a war over in Sudan, and uh, it was a bloodlust taking place. Uh, they just took the people, civilians, out in the street and uh, and destroyed them. And I mean that, you know, barehanded, rocks, whatever it was that they had, because that's what happens. The spirit of Satan envelopes people, and, um, and and then that's how he feasts. So we have to really cast out the spirit of Satan, the spirit of Lucifer. The, the, everything malintended has got to go away, starting with those little kids. God is not in their life. And that's the tragedy of this whole thing.
1: And that's been the effort of the Marxist in every country that they've infiltrated, going back to the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917 what did they do they destroyed the churches first and in every single one eastern europe soviet union red china north korea throughout latin america co-opting the the churches in this country undermining the judeo christian values on which we were founded closing the churches in the covid pandemic and leaving Bars open, and liquor stores open, and marijuana dispensaries open, churches closed. What does that tell you? You're correct, Todd. The moral compass is, has been under assault literally since the drug culture of the 1960s. And yeah, it's been right. escalating ever since. And it is now blatantly in your face- when churches in the United States of America can, ho- and the Methodist Church here in Tucson, one of them is, is quite notorious. And then there are others that have been hosting drag queen entertainment shows for children in the churches. Unbelievable. That tells you how depraved this has been the descent into depravity that was going on in the Bible at the time of Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah. America has become Sodom and Gomorrah on steroids with the assault on every aspect of traditional family values, Christian values, Judeo-Christian values, the rule of law, and the value of individual human rights, human life, and the... Oath of Hippocrates in medicine focused on the individual patient versus the Marxist focus on the collective good, as Ezekiel Emanuel has written about since the 1990s. That's their goal. You
2: know, I, I just feel like the American people have now been betrayed at every single level. We've been betrayed time and time and time again. And it's taxation without representation, undeclared war after undeclared war, it's An empire that is starting to crumble, but sadly we're crumbling from within. And I just want to show you guys this because, you know, the clips that are coming out of Chicago from these riots, these are young people, true, but they're not six-year-olds. Okay, these are teenagers and older that are rioting and are terrorizing people in Chicago. And I'm glad Lori Lightfoot is gone. She's a Marxist communist, she was beholden to Soros, she had sworn her allegiance to the New World Order, publicly, i heard her say it at least twice. She's been replaced, that's great. But she got replaced by somebody even worse, Brandon Johnson. Here's what Brandon Johnson has to say about those riots in Chicago.
0: Look, demonizing children is wrong. We have to keep them safe as well. Have you ever taught middle school? I have. Have you ever raised young people? Do you understand the risk that young people take just because they're young? Do you know that home plate is at the bottom of my stairs? I found that out when my son was sliding down those stairs trying to score. They're young. Sometimes they make silly decisions.
2: All right, so looting, terrorizing people. Those are silly decisions by six-year-olds? No, these are teenage people and older. These are people that need to be taught a lesson. If we don't have rule of law, we don't have a country. And we don't have a country. I mean, we're losing our country, especially in these blue
0: states and blue cities. Yeah, they're exactly. opening the prisons too, right? So why not let them go out and reap some mayhem as well? And I, I want to remind people, this is what Hitler did right before the exterminator of the Jews and started rounding people up, is they created a division between um, the, the good folks that lived in the neighborhoods and the police because they they handcuffed the police. They caused all kinds of problems and wouldn't let the police fix it. And they used that as a predicate to bring in foreign troops. I don't think it's by mistake that we see hundreds, literally hundreds of Chinese uh, military-aged men pouring across the border into Panama from Colombia and being busted every couple of minutes uh, straight up to our border. The invasion is happening, and it's happening now. We have the video evidence of
1: it. Todd's yeah. exactly right. And this is anarchy. It is planned anarchy the inciting of riots began under the obama administration we still have to remember it is not the person of joe biden directing all of this it is the shadow government and he's only a puppet he has limited cognitive ability which is obvious he's only a puppet obama bragged about running this was in an interview with Mike Wallace several years ago I think I'm correct on the host of the program but where he he bragged about the fact that his goal would be to be the voice in the earpiece behind the scenes for a third term with someone else on stage and that's exactly what's happening we have the same players Obama Valerie Jarrett, Susan Rice, Van Jones, all of the Ezekiel Emanuel, all of these players that were running the show in the Obama administration are still in the shadow government in Washington and answering to the Marxist agenda of the global elites to destroy our constitutional republic. It's not rocket science.
0: Yes. I, I have something to add to that, Doctor. As you were saying that, it reminded me of a conversation that I had with a fairly high-ranking military person who's still in the military, um, who, who takes the position that our, our military is also being decimated and programmed to fail, that um, aircraft are not being fixed, that pilots can't um, operate them, and that as things develop, as troops march across the border, or for instance, the ones being housed on side of military reservations. Now, these are military men, not Americans, um, probably outfitted with our gear. As that happens, our military is going to effectively be told to stand down. So they're, they're disarming us, they're disarming our support, they're making it impossible for law enforcement and, and people in uniform who swore under oath to protect this country. They're making it impossible for them to come to our aid as this whole thing unfolds and our country is taken over. So I wanted to, to impart a message to all of you O5s and O6s that stood up in this fight as Lieutenant Com- colonels and, and commanders and, and captains and, and full colonels, uh, depending on which service you're in, that you are being targeted for failure and it is up to you whether or not you're going to stand for this. And when the time comes, are you going to follow your oath of office or are you going to follow um, the person who has a faked oath of office. Right. We've now demonstrated that the U.S. attorney has the evidence that all of the oaths of office for the entire cabinet of our government are, are defective. Not one of them is compliant with the law. So what are you going to do? Are you going to follow those guys or are you going to follow your oath of office? That, that's my concern, the, the message I want to get to people.
2: Todd, when we talked the other day, you said uh, that the, uh, was it the uh, AG or no, the uh, attorney that you submitted that document to has 10 days to respond. Where are we on that?
0: We put, so we're coming up on just over a week um, and 10 days is a a number that we said that we wanted to hear from the U.S. attorney. The statute actually says that if the uh, either U.S. attorney or attorney general doesn't um, move to the court with a writ on their own that we have a private right to do so. So we as lawyers can now petition the court uh, when that when that reasonable period of time is up, and that's what in the law we call 30 days. So we'll, we'll be a month out. If there's no action, we'll petition the court directly uh, and, and see if we can't remove these people from office. Um, we have heard nothing from the U.S. attorney, and we couldn't even serve the attorney general of the states. Why? Because his oath of office was also defective. Didn't even have an appointment date.
2: The treason from within is at the highest levels and it's trickling down and it's destroying our country yeah. to the point where I say to my wife time and time again, you know, by the way, I think we're being invaded. Something like a thousand yeah. Chinese military aged men a month coming over the border. Oh, that sounds like a really I would great I wouldn't think more plan. like a
0: day. I, no. What I saw is probably a thousand a day. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, I said to my wife, if this was a typical war being waged against us, Well, then we could take up arms or we could motivate our friends, neighbors and colleagues to take action. We could actually fight this thing. But it's like an invisible war. I mean, I'm not even talking about 5G or the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. I'm talking about open borders. I'm talking about policies that target Christians and patriots. I'm talking about people sitting in gulags in Washington, D.C. for almost three years or more now and still awaiting trial. I'm talking about a banana republic and a coup that occurred in 2020. If they steal another presidential election in 2024, and God knows how many other elections they might steal, if they do that, I don't see how we save this country. I think at that point it's time to go offshore, but I don't even know where to go. We're rapidly getting to a point where there's not going to be anything left to fight for.
0: There is nowhere to run. This is the last domino to fall. I've said many times I live outside the United States. I can tell you the one world government already exists everywhere outside the United States. And the only reason the U.S. hasn't fallen is, Is because we've got guns. Everybody else has been disarmed, and I can assure you that if you don't stand and fight, you're going to be like one of those people in Sudan that's on the ground getting their head crushed with a rock. That's where that's where this leads. So choose how you want to die: fighting, or you want to dig a hole because there is no place to run to.
1: Todd is exactly right, Sean. And uh, you know, I, my husband and I, when Obama came to power, we ended up spending a lot of time looking at. Going to visiting, researching hospitals in other countries, looking at how we could work to maintain medical freedom, and there were no other countries that really were going to be an option in all the research we did. Todd is correct.
2: Well, what this was,
1: is our line in the sand.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Look, I understand that there's nowhere to run. I just
1: can I add something I, to that.
2: Yeah, dude, oh, and I do. just feeling demoralized because we have a hijacked criminal government, a Marxist government that look at these clowns up in Canada walking around in red high heel shoes. What? I mean, oh, everybody Lord. has lost their minds, and I'm sick and tired of it. And by the way, here's a guy giving birth to a baby. It's just this is insanity. I mean, we've jumped the shark. I don't know why it just went to Bitcoin there. Um, I wanted to show no, you that's guys okay. something. But see, they're incentivizing evil, and they're de-incentivizing yes. good. That's what's happening in our
0: country and around the world right now. So let me, let me impart something. I'm sure Dr. Vliet will, will agree this from a psychiatric, psychological point of view. That what, what we are seeing is people not wanting to believe this because it's easier to take your money, maybe even earn some more money at this point in time, and everything's going to be okay. What people don't understand and won't, they will not embrace what we're talking about a reality, until they no longer have resources. I mean, they don't have money in their pocket to buy food. And you can help people understand this. Food prices have doubled in the last year. Wages have not kept pace, right? Mm -hmm. That's the real inflation rate is somewhere around 100% over the course of the year. You can judge it by a loaf of bread. It's really that simple. Do you really think that pension you're working for in the military or as a cop or as a government bureaucrat is going to to satisfy you through your retirement, should you ever reach the age of retirement, there is not going to be one for you. If you're holding out hope and you're doing your job as one of these thugs because you think you're going to retire and and live peacefully somewhere, good luck. Smell the coffee. There is nothing for you. You're being betrayed as well.
1: Todd is so correct on that, Sean. And in fact, I really want to commend to your listeners this book. And this was written by a young man, probably around your age, maybe a little younger at the time, in Argentina in 2001 in the economic collapse and the social breakdown, anarchy, chaos that occurred. And he had young children. His He was desperately trying to save his family. He lived in the densely populated urban area of Buenos Aires, which had a population of roughly 10 million people at that time. Not a rural area where you can get away from it all. And this is his book on Amazon still with an amazing, amazing story of personal survival, protection of his family and children, coming through the social chaos with many practical suggestions. And it speaks to Todd's point that the normal human being, we have a, what's called a normalization bias in our way of thinking. And we tend to want to see things as they've always been. And we tend to want to ascribe normal motives to people like devaluing criminal behavior and calling it silly decisions. That's a, That's an example of the absurd. But people want to believe that because they want things to be normal. It's part of who we are unless we are sociopaths or malignant narcissists. So Todd is correct. It's hard for people to wrap their minds around it. But I think if, you, if people would take a moment to read this book by Fur For All and understand what happens when a society breaks down and how difficult it is to just carry out your day-to-day survival, it might help them to begin to understand the enormity of what we're seeing. So I, I mentioned that book because actually my husband and I studied it very closely when we were dealing with the social breakdown and the open borders that occurred when Obama took office in 2009 and what was happening to Arizona then with the flood of illegals. And the seeding of biological diseases, we actually had plane loads of people that we tracked from the flight trackers. They were loading up illegal immigrants from Central America who were known to be sick. They were DHS chartered flights were taking them into the heartland of the country in cities across the country. That was the same summer season that we had those viral outbreaks in the cities that were killing young children in ICUs. And later the viral sequencing showed that they were the same Central American viruses coming in across the border with the border surge of illegals. So they have done this before and they are doing it now. And I think we are helping people understand this this is something very serious and very deadly for all of us. And we, and we do need to take it seriously, and that's why it's so good to have this opportunity.
2: Yeah, I just, you know, I wish we could impart upon the audience an action plan to try to take our country back. I know that it all plan. starts on a local level. I get it. We've got to take our country back on a local level. That's where we start. No, but but there's boy, more. we're being sold out at the very top by a puppet president who's apparently dead set on getting us into multiple world wars here. Maybe one with China, certainly one with Russia. I mean, where does this end if
0: we don't take this thing back immediately? We frustrate the mission, and we've been doing a very good job of that. Every mass casualty event they've planned, they have failed. There's a Marburg one undoubtedly coming up. Dr. Ingleit and I and Lisa just talked about that a few minutes ago. As we frustrate the mission, they become more obvious and disorganized. Every little step you take personally counts. If it's, let's say you're a law enforcement officer and you have a choice of pulling over a a truck full of immigrants or not, do you really want to write the report? Do you really want to go to the trouble of busting them? And the answer is probably no, you'd rather get a donut. But by you doing that, you pull them over and costing them time has a follow on effect. By you filing those reports, others see what it is that you found. There's a record of it. Every last little thing we do, the, the, don't load the airplane, right? Refuse to put fuel in that truck or that bus that's going wherever it is. Slow them down. Every last bit counts. All of it does. And we start locally. Locally means you. And by the way, you know, since we filed the, the Ritquo warranto, Sean, and you and I talked about it last Friday, it was just the day after we filed that thing, we're getting flooded with people saying, oh, by the way, I have FOIA'd, um the oath of office of our judges in Canada. Can't find one who took the oath of office. I've seen other people in Europe saying there is no oath of office. Now we're talking with Dr. Vliet about people in Arizona and the, the election down there. You can do this, people. You don't need somebody else to FOIA for you. It's free. All you got to do is go and, and, and write out the paper. It's an email now. It's electronic, and you will get an answer. One way or another, we can figure this out because what it looks like to me is that this is a concerted effort. It's a collaborative effort across borders. None of these people were going to take the oath because what, they knew full well that they were going to be committing genocide. Right? You couldn't know. I mean, you couldn't do it otherwise. All, all the predicate was there. All the plans were there. They're all having a big giggle about this. Would you take an oath if you were about to, to kill the very people you're swearing the oath to? No. And I think that's where we're at. This is just a great giant criminal enterprise. It's the biggest RICO enterprise in the history of humanity ends with us all being dead, with them having no consequences, other than the fact that, remember, you know, communism has a way of eating their own. You you that helped in this thing are the first to die when this thing's over.
1: And, Todd, I want to I go back to... Emphasize what you just said about citizen action. You have your website, Five Small Stones. Yep. And we have on truthforhealth.org, we have legal action steps that you and your team have actually provided for us as well. And you have resources on vaxchoice.com. Let's all of you listening. This is our call to action to all of you. Look at filing FOIA request in your state for all of the top officials, and let's find out who has a valid oath of office. Arizona citizens listening within the sound of our voices today, file a FOIA request to see whether Katie Hobbs has a valid oath of office as governor. Does Senator Mark Kelly have a valid oath of office as a senator? Does our attorney general in Arizona and our secretary of state, do they all have valid oaths of office? Let's find out what we're dealing with and let's have the citizens join together as Todd did on behalf of one citizen, one courageous woman, Lisa McGee is the plaintiff in that writ of quo warranto. Let's have citizens stand up in Arizona and let's help Katie Carrie Lake, who's fighting the stolen election. Let's take our government back. Which judges took
0: their oath of office? Exactly. After I'd heard about the Canadian judges, I thought, wow, how many times have we been thrown out of court for no reason? And you know what I like about your plan, Dr.? is that some people will have a valid oath of office. And the way the statute reads, look it up for yourself, it's 5 U.S.C. 3332, is that the the court would have to restore the last person who had a valid oath of office, assuming that the court had one. Because we have to go back in time to the last people who actually dedicated their lives in service to our country, to your country, whatever the case may be in your constitution and your people. And we have to restore those people to the rightful place and we need law enforcement and military to understand and agree as to who is validly in office. Otherwise you're a mercenary, right? If you're serving these people, with a, with a defective oath of office, you're a mercenary. And I want to caution people. The way the statute reads, at least the federal one, is it must be notarized. So just having an oath of office by itself isn't <laughs> enough. We have those. They're signed. Some don't have an appointment date. That's a defect. But if they're not notarized, they are defective according to the statute. And that is a rule. That is a law. And it is by laws that we live with each other peacefully. We have to restore the law. Right. Including those little kids picking a fight with the police. Why are those cops not taking those kids back to their parents and saying, hey, your kid just assaulted me. Right? <laughs> the, I saw the parents the don't do
2: care, Todd. The parents. Exactly. Could not but, care. but the parents nonetheless. Have taught
0: the children to behave like that. And sure. They have. But engage. That's that personal action I'm talking about. You never know. They might have a word with the parents and say, hey, you know, how do you think this works in the long run? I mean, have a chat with them. It's easy to do nothing. But you know what? It takes only a little extra effort to go do your job. Hey, friends, just a quick break and a
2: word about our sponsor. I think most of you know that de-dollarization has begun, but most of your friends, neighbors and colleagues probably don't. The dollar's dominance is fading by the day. China, Brazil, India, Japan, even France have announced they're moving away from dollars as the major trade unit. The writing's on the wall in these are scary times. But do you know who are the ones who are not afraid? the people that have invested in gold with noble gold investments now remember there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind so do your own due diligence but i myself own precious metals gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control and if you like silver that's an option too thousands have approached noble gold investments to get their hands on gold hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free five ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Let me just show you guys something. I guess what I'm sort of driving at is I feel like we're getting really close to the precipice of what we saw in the Rwandan genocide. Okay. I don't want to take it too far, but we could talk about Operation Crimson Mist and how yeah. electronic means RF. Microwave radiation weapons can be used to turn people into crazed monsters. And I just can't say it loudly enough. Here's what we've got now. I want to play this clip for you guys. I played it in my latest interview with my buddy Matt. But uh, $32 trillion in debt, and the puppet in chief has proposed another $4.5 trillion in new taxes. Okay. So, against the back, amidst the back of everything I've just described, as our country is falling, This is what the psychopaths are talking about. This is what they're worried about. Listen to this crazed nut, Representative Rosa DeLora.
1: You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This (laughs) will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims.
2: All right. Look, I'm telling you. Hell is the absence of logic, and we're very, very close to being in hell, hell on
0: earth, as this country falls to these people who are absolutely insane. What support do they need? Right. I mean, that's the question. Why do they need us, Sean? Right. They're always appealing to us for our help, our need, our taxes, our everything. What happens if we don't give it to them? What happens if we don't participate in their nonsense? What happens if you hang up your badge and your gun, or your uniform? I think about roughly 25% of the U.S. military did that when the mandate came down, 24%. What happens then, right? We can take their power away is what I'm saying. And all we have to do is unite in the spirit of God. That's That's it. Well, in
2: addition to uniting in the Spirit of God, I think it's time for a national divorce. I'm actually starting to make the case that it is time for secession, and the red states that want to protect their citizens and protect families and protect children, well, that's where the good people all need to move to, and I I think it's time. I don't know how to save this sinking ship, Todd. I mean, we can talk about all the things that we've talked about on this call, and they're all important. But at some point it gets bad enough where secession needs to be talked about and people need to flee to the states that will actually protect them and their rights. Because we don't have that anymore. We have no representation. We have no rule of law. We have everything is out of control. And I'm sounding the alarm right now because I'm really, really nervous for my children and my children's children. If we don't turn this thing around right now, there is no country left for our progeny. I, I just, I can't say it
0: loudly enough. Well, the follow-on to that, let us not forget, we are in the midst of a genocide. Our governments, and I mean that plural, they launched this attack on us, this COVID nonsense with the kill shot. That's a genocide. We are living through a genocide in progress. Your government isn't here to help you. They are here to kill you. And until we understand that and embrace that, it's not just a function of you going to be able to, to raise up your kids. We're all going to be extinct. That's the truth. We're all going to die. The question is, how do you want to die? Do you want to be like the guy in the street getting his head bashed in with a rock, or do you want to die fighting? Because that guy was just on the ground getting pummeled by everybody. What guy were you talking about? This is the one where my friend Michael Young sent me a a video. Sudan. Sudan. And these people were taken out in the street with soldiers not shooting them bashing their heads in with rocks and sticks and anything else they could find they were having a full on bloodlust but see this and is that's why that's what it looks like this
2: is why i want i haven't seen that video but this is why i'm sounding so impassioned today this is why i wanted to lead with those videos of teenagers young people rioting and targeting yeah. by the way the race that isn't their race in many cases so now they're targeting whites black against whites this is all a soros backed marxist you know, collapse of our society. But we're very close in this country to experiencing what you just described that's happening in the Sudan. We're very, very close to that as people are being dragged from their front doors of their apartments and dragged by mobs
0: and beaten. Very, very close to what you've just described. Let me let me impart one difference here. You know, be judged by twelve or carried by six. Do you understand what I'm saying? Defend yourself, and you will be judged by 12 of your peers. If you don't defend yourself, you're going to be carried in a casket by six. Yep.
1: And this is exactly why our founders gave us the Second Amendment. It has nothing to do with hunting. It has nothing to do with sports. It was to defend free citizens from an out-of-control, oppressive, tyrannical government and the second amendment is the only thing we've o- that it's the only thing that stand between us and anarchy and genocide only thing is our second amendment first amendment rights religious expression already thrown out the window the military throughout the covid pandemic and the unlawful covid mandates giving experimental Gene therapy products to our military, almost zero religious exemptions were approved by any branch of service. And Todd can speak to that legally. I speak to it from our military service members on our advisory council that have all been terminated when they filed a religious exemption to the COVID shots. So we don't have a First Amendment left. We've seen the censorship of physicians. We've seen social media. You just pointed it out today, Sean, shadow banning, because Todd and I are talking about something that people don't want us to speak about. So our first amendment has been sabotaged and ended under the COVID pandemic these three years, dramatically, more so than any time in my life. The only thing that stands between us and anarchy is our second amendment. And Todd is correct. That's exactly what it referred to. And I'll give you, your listeners, a little quote attributed to Benjamin Franklin. He was asked the question, what's the difference between a constitutional republic and a democracy? And his answer is reported to be, democracy is two wolves and a lamb sitting down to vote for what to have for lunch two wolves and a lamb voting liberty i.e. a republic is a well armed lamb contesting the vote
0: (laughs) doctor i want to put something in perspective based on what you just said because you and i were in this neck and neck frankly was sean as well when all of our clients in the military, there's put it this way, 24%, as, as memory serves, said no to the shots. That means 24% of our military decided not to commit suicide. There was a, a die-in-place order, take this shot or you're out. And 24% of our military said, fine, I'm out. That's what we've got to get to. Now, I hope it's a much bigger uh, majority than that in, in the general population when it comes to it, but the suicide order has already been given open the doors to the jail. How about saying no, you know, how about reducing the, the uh, felony statute, you know, to anything under a thousand dollars is fine. Go ahead and steal it. How about no, you know, it, it, you are getting the suicide, the die in place order right now, and you don't have to go along with it.
2: Well, it's no wonder the uh, demon puppet in uh, Washington, D.C., has, there's nothing he'd rather do than take the guns and end the Second Amendment. So that's where we're at, and I wanted to ask you guys this. Uh, being that uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has now thrown his hat into the ring to run for president, I think it's uh, booing to my spirit <clears throat> that the man has pointed the finger now repeatedly at the CIA, and he said the CIA played a role in killing his uncle, John F. Kennedy. Uh, the CIA played a role in killing his father, in Sirhan Sirhan did not act alone. These are words coming from Robert F. Kennedy, Jr. He also points the finger at the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. He tells the truth about vaccines. I think it could be a real opportunity for our nation if he and uh, Mr. Trump can survive if they ran together. What do you guys think of that ticket? Or what do you We're not going to make it two
0: years. We're not going to oh, last wait, that. Wait,
2: long. wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to find some hope here. And now you're
0: telling me we're not going to make it to 2024? No, that's what, exactly what I'm telling you. You don't think the other side already knows this, you know, we let me put it this way. The IMF in preparation for this whole plan had something called the crypto SDR. They wrote a $500 million pandemic bond denominated in the SDR. That's the current of the, IMF, the currency of the IMF. They have abandoned that now and they're moving towards monetary gold. Why? Because they know damn well that they're about to crash the US economy and the dollar is going to be worthless. They're, they have the means to do that right now. It's whatever is opportune. They're not going to wait around for an election. They're not going to let Mr. Kennedy you know, take votes away from, from Mr. Biden. It's not going to happen, much less Mr. Trump appearing on the scene because they're not going to be able to convict him for a non crime. I don't think we're going to make it two years, Sean. That's a long time.
2: Okay. Now, if that's actually how you feel, I appreciate your candor because – That's kind of how I feel. And so what I'm trying to do here is sound the alarm and say, look, we are in the midst of World War III. World War III is now being engaged against the American people, and I know it doesn't look like a typical war. This is what I'm trying to say to people. You know, I had dinner with somebody the other night who's a really good guy, he's a conservative. He used to have a Trump flag in front of his house. Now he's telling me that he thinks Biden probably did get 81 million votes because Trump is a divisive character. And we don't stand a chance if Trump runs in 2024. This is what a conservative I live next to is telling me. I mean, the country is lost if we can't get together. And I guess I'm hearing you say that we're not going to make it another two years, which kind of brings me back to my premise that I guess smart people at this point would sell their homes in these suburbs that are still safe at this point. Uh, There hasn't been hyperinflation. There hasn't been a total collapse. Now might be the time to go to what you're living in uh, the Caribbean or Mexico or El Salvador. We're Max How about district.
0: we enforce the law? How about we well, rally our law enforcement and enforce the yes. damn law? They have the tools. They know now from our writ quo warranto that these people are serving as a fraud. Remove them from office. Restore the rightful people there and take our country back. How about citizens' arrests then? Because the sheriffs aren't doing Why not? Italy. There's nothing stopping you. You have every right to do that. Sheriffs have no extra rights than you do. You just need to have the backing. And this is what I'm saying. For people wearing a uniform or carrying a gun and a, and a badge, it is up to you as to what law you're going to enforce. Who do you work for? Do you work for the people or do you work for the, the fraudsters? Because it's up to you as to who you're going to back. know what happened in the days before we had states, Colorado wasn't one until 1876. It was a territory. People banded together because they needed common defense. Some people call that sovereignty right they form towns they form counties they form states it's not unlike what you're saying all i'm saying the law already provides to take our country back it's article 3 section 3 of the constitution as a matter of fact look it up yourself and all of those carrying a gun and a badge or wearing a uniform look it up because the duty is yours you're the one that swore the oath you're the one that signed the oath right what are you going to do? Because there's a whole lot of people just like you, Sean, that are willing to stand up. They have to have backing, right? They're, they're not going to risk their next going to jail, especially as it is now. We have to band together and we have to have some certainty that there are good law enforcement, both federal and state, county, city, that are going to do their job, right? Where are they?
1: Todd is right, Sean. Number one, there's nowhere to go that's going to be any better then we have been and can be again. Number two, we turn back to God who is sovereign over evil. Number three, if we, as those who are the faithful and the remnant, both conservative remnant politically and spiritual remnant from a Judeo-Christian perspective, if we don't stand against evil and hold the line, then we deserve to lose our country. Todd said it. I agree. We stand and fight. Uh, stand against evil. We follow the rule of law. We exercise our Second Amendment rights when it's appropriate. And we are the change that we seek. For That's us right. to leave serves no purpose. We'll be right. we'll be slaughtered elsewhere. Ah. That's the key. you You either stand against tyranny now or you die on your knees as a slave. That's right.
0: There are no gun rights out here, Sean. There are none. All of us are living at the behest of the government. Anytime they want you, they will take you. The only difference between here and there is you got a fighting chance. You can say no and you can back it up.
2: All right. One more screen share here as we wrap it up. And, uh, you know, Dr. Vliet, I think you're right. I like how you sort of close that out with the outline. And uh, I don't disagree. You know, I'm just saying that, uh, look, my neighbor, who I like very much, he's a really good guy. Again, my wife and I were there just two nights ago for dinner. And uh, he's a Trump supporter. At least he was. Uh, he knows what I do. But for he's a lost living.
1: faith. He's well, lost faith. Well, this is my John. this
2: is my point. If we can't all get on the same page, given. No. The multifaceted attack against us and our families. If we can't, if two conservatives having dinner can't be on the same page, we are in a lot of trouble. And what I wanted to show you right here, what we're up against in the state in which I live, is this. These are senior citizens at one of these Indian casinos acting like mice in a cage trying to get their cocaine fixed as our country falls, (laughs) as our country is currently in the process of falling. So I'm sorry. I tweeted about this because demon rat Waltz, who's turning Minnesota into a hellhole, just like Illinois and California, he's not being held accountable by these people who probably voted for him. And this is what I'm trying to express. The country is falling and precious few people seem to give a damn.
1: We are not responsible for everyone else. It's an individual choice. And I'd like to mes- end on a message of hope. Each individual has the freedom to choose your mental mindset and response in the face of this adversity. You either give in to the evil and do nothing and die, or you stand, turn back to God, focus on his presence in your life. And if you're giving up on America, then you're also giving up on your faith in God. And I would say really, I encourage you to get on your knees and ask God to help you. That's what keeps me going. It's what I'm sure keeps Todd going. And all three of us know the enormity of the evil we're up against, and we're still in the fight.
2: Yeah, Dr. Ville, let me just say, nobody in my audience, and I don't think you or me or Todd is giving up on America. What I'm trying to do is now express the lateness of the hour and remind people that it was – Bill Ayers and the Weather Underground in the 70s who said they wanted what's happening right now. They said when they got their Marxist takeover of our government, they would have to round up at least 25 million Americans and put them in camps to be reeducated. And those who couldn't be reeducated would be terminated. That's where we are. So the hour is very late. And I haven't given up on our country. I'm saying our country has been conquered by these people unless we take it back. There was a coup. There was a coup in 2020. And now we see the ramifications of that coup. And it's frightening.
1: The coup began when the Obama administration came into power. That was the coup that began. And the stolen election of 2012, which has now been proven and suppressed, that set the stage for what we have right now. I was alive with the 70s you just spoke about, and I've been speaking out about Van Jones and Bill Ayers and all of those people that were the anarchists of the 60s and 70s are now the suits in power in D.C. You're absolutely right. They are orchestrating the Marxist coup. So for the, your listeners, it's time for all of us turn back to God and stand against evil.
2: You're very right. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry I'm agitated here, guys. I just I'm trying to express my passion because I have conversations with people every single day. And I just want you all to know that I understand how serious the times are. And you're not going to hear that from msnbc you're not going to hear that from cnn you're not going to hear that from the washington post or the new york times they're going to tell you that the economy's doing fine they're going to tell you that biden's doing a good job they're going to tell you that this war in ukraine is not that serious and we are winning and putin's losing that's not true and they want your sons and daughters to go there and spill their blood that's what zelensky wants as they loot the treasury and give this guy and by the way this guy has now got a bank account Of like four hundred million dollars. I mean, so they're just stealing everything. And when there's no more rule of law, we don't have a country. So and I and I agree with you, by the way, Dr. Vliet, Barack Obama, CIA. See, it all goes back to the CIA. Why do I say that? Bush senior, former head of the CIA, CIA. He becomes president.
1: He was station chief in Dallas when Kennedy was assassinated.
2: Yep. So we've come full circle and Robert F. Kennedy knows the truth. So may God bless and protect the truth tellers. And that includes both of you, Dr. Leavely. Thank you so much for being here today. Shout out your websites. Thank you.
1: you? www.truthforhealth.org and our whistleblowerreports.org. And Todd calendar. Thank you so much for being here, sir. How do people
0: follow
2: you and get the latest from you?
0: Well, thank you for that, Sean. And, and, um, just to reiterate, if you don't mind, um, our group took over Cloud Hub a few weeks ago. We're building it out. We'd love to have as many people come over there as they can. It was uncensored because we're in charge of that. It's not going to be censored. Uh, it's free, and we're going to have a lot of really cool tools for you, including instant translation software, so we can spread our world around the world. We need everybody's help to do that. So thank you very kindly. And please support Dr. Vliet and uh, her Truth for Health. Um, it's a lot of good things that she's doing, and we need some funding for that. Thanks
2: all. Yeah, thank you both so much. And uh, let me just say one thing here about CloudHub, guys. Uh, It is extremely user-friendly. And I got to tell you, you know, Todd, I emailed you this. It's very easy to upload videos there. And uh, I'm on a lot of platforms, and it's not easy on a lot of platforms. You got to (laughs) kind of babysit. You got to babysit. You got to go back. It's very easy and fast. It's shockingly fast to upload a one-hour interview on your platform, CloudHub. Uh, Oh, I'm happy to hear that. No, it's really, I'm not blowing sunshine up your butt. (laughs) It is a great platform, and I hope more
0: people will use it. Yeah, we're, we're spending quite a bit of money getting it sorted. we got a great team doing it, and it's just going to get better and better. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate well, that thank very you. much.
2: Thank you both so very much. And, guys, again, I hope that the passion you hear from me today isn't uh, misinterpreted as giving up on the country. It's inspiring. Wanting to flee. I don't want to flee. I want to stay and fight. But we need all of our brothers and sisters to stand up and fight. And what really gets me about this trans nonsense, this trans insanity, and then the fighting going on between black and white and all this race baiting, is that if those people understood the truth, they would stand up with us. They wouldn't see us as the enemy, as a white male or a white person or as a Trump supporter or a conservative or a Christian. No, they would see the value in standing up with us to fight for our Bill of Rights and our Constitution, because once that goes, it's game over. Humanity can, has never had a country as free as this one, and we never had a document as beautiful as the Constitution. Sure, the Magna Carta was great, but God bless the founders for giving us a Constitution and a Bill of Rights that says our rights are given to us by God. They're inherent rights; we're born with them, and these demon creatures can't take them away, although they're trying to do it every single
0: day. I just wish people would stand up and fight with us, Todd. I I need these- to. I do too. And I, I look. I just want to say something really important because we made reference to some of these the rights. In- black people against white people, whatever. I live in a black country. We don't have those problems. When people enter a room, they greet each other, good day, even if they don't know anybody. Civility, you know, it continues. And that's really all it takes is some level of civility. You know, recognize other people as simply being a person, being present. It starts with the little things, and, and, and it goes from there. So what I'm trying to say to you is that I live this. I know that we don't have to eat each other. You right? That's that's some fomented thing. It
2: is. You know, don't
0: believe that to be the case because it isn't. Somebody's making that happen.
2: Yep. It is all being fomented. You're absolutely right, and we know it. All right. I know uh Dr. Yeah. Fleet, you probably have another appointment to get to, so I want to thank you so much for your time. Both of you. Thank you so much patriots. God bless it's you a both. pleasure. God bless you. Thank
1: you, you Sean. Both. Thank you Todd.
2: All right, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll make this quick as we tag it out. Reminding you every single day for free, you can visit us directly at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird mainstream CIA media lies. God bless you and yours, friends. Bye-bye.
0: Justice system might as well be named injustice. It's nothing of the kind. It, It does one thing
1: now, and that's protect the powerful from... Uh, the like criminality, uh, blatant criminality. It's it's getting more and more obvious. It's just corruption to the core. It's it's like Rome at the end of its days. It can't last much longer, surely.